We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to the Irish Breakdown Podcast, coming to you live on a Thursday. We are now finally officially getting to the bowl game mindset because we finally know what the defense is going to look like when they take on the Oregon State Beavers on December 29th in the Sun Bowl. And we're very excited to talk about who we know is going to be there, what the expectations are, things that we want to see. We'll even kind of give you guys a little bit of a flash forward to 2024 as far as, you know, what what other decisions, namely being Riley Mills, Xavier Watts still pending that might impact this defense, obviously moving forward. So we'll get into defensive side of the football. We're also going to talk about a couple of your favorite Notre Dame players that made consensus all Americans. So we'll talk about that as unanimous. Unanimous. Yes. Unanimous all Americans. We'll talk about that, but we want to talk about because (laughs) we're in the age of the transfer portal And every single day, it seems like over the last week or so, Notre Dame is getting a lot of good news from the transfer portal. They got their most important pickup of the transfer portal so far, getting their future (laughs) kicker, Mitch Jeter, former South Carolina Gamecock, 23 of 25 on field goals over the last two years, was 11 for 11 two years ago for South Carolina, 12 of 14, 92% on field goals in his career. Obviously, I'm joking about the most important pickup but brian well this is a very important pickup this is a huge pickup for notre dame man he's one of their kickers in college football we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nobody cares about a kicker until the kickers, you find out your kickers. Nobody cares about their kicker until they find out their kicker's not good. Then that's all they want to talk about, right? And you're talking about a guy that to me is the absolute opposite of the kid that they had this the last two kids really that they had because Blake Groupie had a really strong leg and Spencer Strader had Strader had an even stronger leg, but they were very erratic at Notre Dame. You know, I mean, they were just not really, you know, I was joking with a buddy of mine called me uh, before the show started and he was talking about the kid. And I was like, you know, talking about Spencer Strader. I was like, if, if Notre Dame lines up at the, you know, to kick a 40 yard field goal, you almost kind of want to take three or four delay game penalties to get into Spencer Strader's range. You know, 50 plus, you kind of feel good about it. But when he's like 35, 40, you're like, I don't know, this could, this could be, you know, this could be a little risky. And he got better as the season wore on. He was much better second half of the year than he was first half of the year. But, you know, this is a kid that you're not landing because he has a a, a powerful leg, Ryan. This is a five foot 10, 195 pound kid that has only made seven field goals the last two years combined over 40 yards, 40 yards or more. He went three of three or four of four the last two years from 40 to 49 and then three of five from 50 plus which you just said he went 23 of 25 the last two years both of his misses were 50 plus field goal attempts so this kid was 21 of 21 on excuse me 20 of 20 on field goals of under 50 yards so uh, or under yes under 50 yards which is good I mean that's money he obviously Notre Dame fans have actually seen Mitch Jeter in action he kicked a field goal against Notre Dame uh, in the Gator Bowl two years ago, and then of course it's like a forty something yarder, right? Yeah, it's like forty something uh, yarder. Late high thirties, low forties. I have to go look yeah. at it. Um, but let's see, it's right here. Uh, f- let's see here, no South uh, 40, 45 yarder. Yeah, so 45, yeah, hit yeah. a forty five yarder in that game. Yeah, yeah, he did, and I would. I mean, and I even looked back to his some of his high school stuff, and apparently he had a, he had a fifty seven yarder at high school. So like you know, there's a little bit of leg they, there. They still use tees, right? Like this isn't some weak, neat, you know, weak legged kid, but it's just no. this isn't a guy you're going to be attempting a lot of fifty right yard field goals for. Well, well, uh, when you when when you watch Spencer Schrader look, look, play, you were just like that kid is long and he's got that explosiveness to him. Like he looks like a really good athlete, right? Mitch Jeter's more of the, in the he's more in the not Blake Ruby was tiny. He's more in like the Justin Yoon mold of kickers, right? Like he's a little bit smaller, but he's still got that compact release. Obviously. I mean, and Brian, like, honestly, like if you believe that Notre Dame is going, and I'm saying this for everyone out there, if you believe that Notre Dame is in contention of potentially winning a playoff game and some national championships in the future, you need kids that you can depend on in the big moments. Cause there's going to be some grinded out games where in the fourth quarter, you're going to need a go ahead field goal or a game winning field goal. It's going to happen at some point or a tying field goal, whatever. And all due respect to Spencer Schrader, 
but there were moments that obviously you weren't the most confident that he was going to make a field. So it obviously wasn't bad at that point, but this is a young man that we're not talking about like he's attempted 10 kicks and he's nine for 10, right? Where it's like a small sample size. He's kicked 25 field goals and he's made 23 of them. That's a pretty dang impressive kind of, you know, data point to look at right now. Now he's averaged about one field goal per game as far as attempts the last two years. So they don't kick a ton of field. They didn't kick a ton of field goals in South Carolina, but Notre Dame hasn't been a team that kicks, you know, 25, 30 field goals a game a year either. So, you know, but, but what you're getting is I, I think the, the example you used, Ryan, was a good one. Uh, by the way, Notre Dame attempted 20 this season and last season attempted 19. And, and so when you look at, you, you talked about Justin Yoon and yep. how he's comparable to Justin Yoon, and I completely agree with you. Now, keep in mind, Justin Yoon is Notre Dame's all-time leader in field goal percentage in his career. Uh, and there was, I can't, I don't remember what the minimum number of attempts was, but there's a couple guys that are higher, but they were just kickers for one year. But as far as for his career, Justin Yoon is Notre Dame's all-time leader. He was money, and he hit 80.8% of his field goals at Notre Dame. That's a very, very good number. To yep. to your to to repeat what you had said earlier, this kid's at ninety two percent the last two years, Ryan. Ninety two percent. A little more context because obviously the NFL. Like I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Justin Tucker's name for a second, who is the best kicker in the NFL and maybe the best kicker ever. Like he has kind of that that uh, claim to him. He's like a career ninety percent field goal kicker in the NFL. Now that is much like he's trying much larger, longer field goals, higher pressure situations. Like it, it's a different animal, post. right? It's it's a different animal, but still comparing ninety two percent is crazy, guys. Like I think we just need to appreciate that for a second. Ninety two percent, twenty three out of twenty five. This is a very accurate kicker, which. I'm all for, man. I know we'll have the, I think someone's probably going to ask at some point, I don't know if they have in the chat or not about, you know, high school recruiting specialists compared to grad transfer. I don't care if I'm bringing in a kid that's knocked in 92% of his field goals. That's all I care about, man. I want efficiency as a kicker. Let's bring it up. So this was a question from Domer Grizz and we'll, we'll address it now because I think this is a fair thing. and, And I have a different, different, a little bit different opinion on this than I do other positions, but Domergrass says, will Notre Dame continue uh, for kickers from the, to get kickers from the portal, or will we transition to high school recruits at some point? And then also says, I worry about a year when we strike out with the portal kickers that you want. And, and that's a very fair, very fair question, Ryan. Yep. Very, very, very fair question. And to me, it just, it, it, the answer is it depends. Yeah. I mean, it's going to depend on, is there a high school kicker worth a four-year scholarship? There just aren't a lot of those right now. Wow. And it's a position where a lot of kickers are very academic-oriented kids. They're not thinking about going to the NFL and signing humongous contracts. Those are very rare for kickers. And a humongous contract for a kicker is not a humongous contract for every other position. If, if I'm, I believe I'm correct on that, Ryan. Oh, and, and so it's just the market it's, perspective, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to look it up now. Highest-paid kickers in the NFL. It's got to be Justin Tucker. And, it's yeah, be. and. Uh, so it's actually Young Ho Ku from Atlanta. Oh, wow! Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that wasn't uh, all my bingo card. No, no, was not on my yeah. bingo card. <laughs> and and so let's see here. For the, well, that's the highest, the biggest contract is what it looks like. But 
I'm trying to see here. Highest paid. And so the highest salary for any kicker in the NFL this year is Matt Gay at $9 million. The number 10 place kicker in the NFL, and it, uh, this is based to uh, Spotrack, the number 10 kicker in the NFL is Kai Fairborn, who's making $3.6 million. There is no other position where a top 10 guy is only making $3.5 million. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and again, those are very limited positions in the NFL. And so most kickers, like, I don't know that Blake Groupie came to their name thinking like, okay, I'm going to be a starting place kicker in the NFL the next season. Right. I mean, obviously every kid has that dream, but you're coming to Notre Dame because if this thing doesn't work out, I'm going to have something pretty good to fall back on. And, and so it's going to be rare that Notre Dame does strike out. But again, what you don't know is you can get this kid who's 23 of 25 of South Carolina, you know, at, at South Carolina State, for example, and yeah. you bring him up to Notre Dame. He's got a great leg, does all these things, but then he goes from playing in 5,000 you know, uh, person stadiums to Notre Dame and he's not as good. The thing about Mitch sure. Jeter is, you know, this is a kid that, that has played on that big stage. This is a little bit different than like a Blake Groupie or even a Spencer Schrader, for example, yeah. because you're talking about a kid that has, has been kicking in the SEC. And yes. so he's he's had to go into some some big moments and 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 show those you know show that he can make kicks, you know. So he's a kid that went two for two at Tennessee this year. He went four or five at Missouri. He went one of one against Florida. One of one at Texas A and M. Right, those things all matter. Uh, you look at last season, two thousand and twenty two. Uh, he hasn't. It's wild. He has not kicked a field goal against Georgia in the last two years. Made a kick at Texas A and M. Another one against Missouri. Went one of one. Uh, in a in a thirty one thirty win over Clemson, I actually think his he, he kicked the game winner against Clemson with a couple minutes left because they were yeah. down thirty to twenty eight, and he kicked the game winner against Clemson, and then of course as we mentioned, uh, kicked a forty five yard uh, field goal against Notre Dame, which was a competitive game as well. I'm actually going to see how much time was left when he kicked that game winner. It wasn't a very long field goal, thirty uh, five yarder, but he kicked it with about ten minutes left. It was in the fourth quarter to put him up 31-30 in a game over Clemson, who at the time, remember, Ryan, was, you know, Clemson wins and, you know, they might have an outside shot at getting to the playoff still, and then yep. they couldn't get it done. So so that's the nice thing about him. Now, what you can't guarantee every year is that there's going to be some SEC kicker that fits your profile. I, I get that. Sure. This episode of the Irish Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's the holiday season which means it's a time for giving. Giving to our community is important. There's always joy in giving to our friends and family. We also need to ensure that we are properly focused on giving to ourselves and making sure we're taking steps to give ourselves the tools we need to get through the tough times. The holidays are a perfect time for that. It's important to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. There are ways to make sure you have the tools to be the best version of yourself. And that's not something that's only for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com, H-E-L-P dot com slash Irish. Here, here's the thing, Ryan. It comes down to this. In order to get a high school kicker, you're going to have to do one of two things. 
Number one is have him come in for a year, either as a walk-on, preferably, but if he's that good, he's going to get scholarship offers. So you hope that you can convince a kid to come walk-on, or you give him a scholarship, and then you either got to throw him to the Wolves as a true freshman and hope that he can handle it, or B, bring in a veteran kicker to be there that year, and then he takes over. Now you've got two scholarships being used up by place kickers. Right. And and I don't know that that's necessarily where Notre Dame wants to be. And so it's not an easy it's not an easy thing. There aren't a lot of Justin Yoons out there that can come in as true freshmen and just be yeah. ice in their veins. No, doesn't. Well, I mean, he, Justin Yoon was a different kind of cat. I, I was around. I, I've never seen a kicker get other elite players fired up. And I've shared this story before. Right. I'm at the Under Armour All-American game back when he was a senior. and Justin was a kicker. And he started, they're doing it, you know, PAT field goal at the end. They kept backing him up, backing him up, backing him up. And they kept backing him way up. And like, you see the other kids are start kind of coming over from different things. And they're like, you, you know, they're going crazy. And he hits, a, <laughs> they're going nuts because he's kicking like, fit. you know, you don't see that very often because they could see yeah. that in respect. Like that guy is a different cat. And then they were around him. And he's like, this is a cool kid. You know what I mean? But he, he was a cool kid in that regard, but he was an ice cold kicker. Yeah. And he was that way the day he arrived. Those guys are rare. And well, and so if they can find that guy, sure. I'm sure Notre Dame will look for that guy. That's why they have their kicking camps. And they they know Cole, yeah. Chris Cole, or uh, the Cole kicking, and they do the sailor kicking and all that kind of stuff. But those kids just are, are kind of rare. They require scholarships. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, these, these kids are proven on the college stage. So, yes, I would like to eventually have a guy that you can just kind of count on for four years. Sure. But I also understand why Notre Dame's going the route that they can. I don't think they're completely shut off to high school kicking. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I think if there was the right kid out there, they would they would take him. Right. Well, and I, I think that you've seen, I mean, obviously Justin Yoon is the success story of high school recruiting kickers for Notre Dame. But then there's been a couple misses. I mean, we've talked about uh, Harrison Leonard was just a couple years ago, right? Where it was like Harrison Leonard was like this big time dude. He was a big name, a number one kicker by a couple different platforms, I believe, or at least a couple of the... The um, or am I thinking about the wrong kid? Harrison Leonard, right? No, he was a walk on. I oh, wait, who am I thinking about? about Josh Bryan. Josh Bryan. I'm sorry, I yeah. confused my kickers. Josh Bryan was a big time dude. I know he because some kicking, I forget if it's Colds or if it's Sailor, but one of them has a six star rating, not a five star rating like you see on most platforms. Mm-hmm. And he was like a six star kid, like he was supposed to be that dude, and he never panned out in Notre Dame. Obviously, even Jonathan Dorer, who was a very talented kid, I mean, he oh, was yeah. incredibly inconsistent as a kicker during his career yeah. when he got his opportunity. Phenomenal so, leg, phenomenal yep. leg as far as power, but just incons- yep. I mean, he would drill a fifty yard field goal and then come against Clemson and and kick a thirty two yarder in the ACC title game and just shank it, you know, right. off the upright, you know. Okay. So th- that's a that's a guy that you got out of high school and developed. Yes. Brian and, and junior year, I thought he was pretty good. And then senior year took a step back, if I remember correctly, with Jonathan Doerr. So kickers yep. are just an interesting bunch. So they this are. is the one position where I'm actually okay if they do this regularly. I actually think Notre Dame's a school that's going to have a pretty easy time getting kickers, yes. honestly, well, just because of the things we discussed earlier. Well, yeah, for a couple of reasons. I mean, you mentioned it earlier, but a lot of kickers are nerds, man. Like I've known a lot of kickers in my, in my life. Like a, kicker, a lot of kickers are nerds. They're very academically driven. Why would you very not want to go up to Notre Dame for a free education right. for a year or so? Right? right. Like that's a big sell. And then obviously we talk about Marty B- Biagi. Biagi is a, he is a very well-respected place kicking coach, yes. right? As far yes. as that resume. So he identifies he as one. kid. He's one exactly. of the few special teams coaches that actually was a specialist. Yep. 
I believe he's a punter, correct? Yep. In in college. I believe so. So yeah. yeah. And he's coming from Pete Lembo at South Carolina, who's one of the better special teams coaches in all college yes. football. So it's just it it just makes a lot of sense, right? Speaking like there's just nerds. not many holes you can poke into it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Speaking of nerds, that's Pete Lembo. And I say that with that's all due t- respect. He is a I, good, well, I had a chance to be around Pete Lembo. First, when he was at Lehigh and I was at Muhlenberg, but then second, uh, my buddy Justin uh, coached for him at Ball State. And so, you know, I was still coaching at the time, so I'd go to their camps, and, you know, that's how we would recruit a lot of times is we'd try to go to these D1 camps and find those kids that think they're D1 players, but they're not because we liked those yeah. kind of kids. And yeah. you're around Pete Limbo, man. He's like a mad scientist when it comes to football. I mean, he's he's a really good football coach. Very and, good. Uh, you know, did a really nice job at Ball State for for a little while there. But, yeah, he, he is that kind of that nerdy, just like Mike Leach-ish type of guy. You know, sure. or he just kind of has that mad scientist kind of thing. And I say that with a lot of respect because I do have a lot of respect for Pete Limbo. But it, it makes him not, a perfect special teams coach, Ryan, is yeah. what is my point. Well, not only working with Pete Limbo, but also Shane Beamer is a special teams guy as well. Right. So, like, yeah, I mean, if you want to if you want to give me all the specialists from South Carolina, if Kai Kroger has another year of eligibility, he wants to come over too. Like, yeah. sure, I'd be, I'd be happy to take him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I just – I this is one of those pickups, Brian, that, like, people aren't going to get super excited about because it's a position that, you know, we, is important, but also not one of the mainstream positions. So some people aren't going to get super excited, but it's one that I think has very small downside. I mean, like this is a high floor pickup for Notre Dame, in my opinion. Agree. Agree. Now, one thing I'm trying to figure out, Ryan, is I did not look at this beforehand, but I believe he has one year of eligibility left, but I'm just going to check real quick. I, th- I think you are. So no, 220, 2021, 20, 22, 23, 24. So uh, technically, so he played in 21, 22, 23, and 24. So yeah, so his first year was the COVID year and he yeah. kicked the whole year. He was their kickoff. And we'll talk about that next. He was their kickoff specialist that year. So he's only eligible this year, this next year because of COVID. You right. can't take COVID and a red shirt in the same year. So he's in that weird heat, you know, yep. the, like the Chris Tyree class, you know, he's, where he's going to, he's going to have, for you. yes, he's going to get five for four. Like you're only guaranteed Correct. to be guaranteed four, but he's going to end up playing four, five. Right. Years you, usually so. you have uh, five to play four. He's yep. got four. Yeah, he's got five to play five. Basically, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, Chris Tyree's that way. Look, the only reason Riley Mills can come back next year is because of COVID. Like the only the only reasons that Chris Tyree's got another year of college left is because of COVID. Mitch Jeter's yep. in that same category because he started for them uh, as a true freshman. Now he's only been their place kicker the last two years, but yep. uh, Ryan, if I, I'm believe I'm correct on this, he was their kickoff specialist from the minute he arrived. I believe I believe uh, right. at South Carolina. So, uh, you know, he's a kid that will will add that part of of will we'll handle that part of the game as well, uh, being a, a kickoff specialist. So, yeah, you're also get you're getting a guy that can do two things. And yep. so uh, I'm just going through to make sure that I'm correct on that. So, yes, kicked kicked off 41 times his freshman year for 21, 22 touchbacks. So that was a little over 50 percent. The 2021 he kicked off uh, 53 times for 29 uh, touchbacks, which is less than 50%. But when you look at Actually, the last two years, no, yeah. but look at the last two years. He was really yeah. good the last two years. So in 2022, his touchback rate jumped up to 67.6%. 
And then this past year was 65.1%, which is better than what Spencer Schrader was this year. That's actually an elite, that's an elite percentage. I think it's over like 63% is like really, really, really good. (laughs) So yeah. yeah. So he went from like 50% to a little below 50%, Ryan, to very high percent. Matter of fact, I'm actually going to look at this. So he was, uh, he ranked uh, last year, he ranked, um, and if you, he, he ranked 22nd last year. Uh, in, in kickoff, he was ahead of Notre Dame's kid. Zach Yoakum was 39th. And then sure. this year he ranked, uh, let's see here, uh, he ranked 30th and Spencer Schrader was 37th. Now, if you watch South Carolina play, they purposely don't kick touch, they don't kick touchbacks all the time. They like to try to cover as well at times. So this yeah. is a kid that if you want him to, can can certainly, you know, can certainly kick, can can do that more. Uh, then, then you might need him to. So, uh, so this is a guy with a lot of experience as a kickoff specialist. Ryan, he's a guy that uh, obviously now has two years under his belt as a field goal specialist, which is very ironic because, as you and I were talking about before the show, he actually has more. Uh, he actually has a better. He actually has more missed PATs in his yeah. career than he has missed field goals because I believe he's three missed to, three to field goals. Right. Correct. Right. Yep. Uh, I believe two of them were blocked. If I, I, I have to go back and look at the stats, but I believe three of them are blocked. So he didn't have any block this year because he didn't miss any. Um, where, where that's field goals. Where are PATs? I have to find it, but I think if I remember correctly, a couple of them were blocked, which we'll look into. So anyway, this is a kid that can handle a little bit of everything, Ryan, and yep. a, and a guy that obviously Notre Dame is. Uh, it's a good pickup. I never thought I'd spend this much time talking about a place kicker, but. <laughs> It's a, hey, it's important, right? But, it's a, it's but a kick, very important piece. The kicking game for Notre Dame next year should take a step forward, though. You should be more consistent as the place kicker, and then the year two with Bryce McPherson as the punter should take a nice step forward yeah. as well. So, yes, yeah, teams should take a step forward kicking-wise yeah. anyway next year. I'm actually for looking sure. forward to see what Bryce can do next year, Ryan. As a, as He's a got punter. a big leg, man. He's got yeah, a really big leg. So, yeah. Yeah, he I does. Agree. And he'll, he'll learn the finer points of the game, continue to learn the finer points of the game and have a chance to be a really good punter. And as you mentioned, yep. you're going to get a kicker that's pretty, pretty money. And and the conditions, you know, you say you're going from a kid that's from North Carolina, I believe, and he kicked in South at South Carolina. So the the, 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 the conditions are a little different. He's going to have to work on that. Yep. Uh, yep. But it, the, the, the good thing is because Notre Dame doesn't have a grass field anymore, that's sure. a little bit of a different animal. So, so uh, and, and if you've ever been in Notre, Side, Notre Dame Stadium, it gets really windy up high not quite as much down low right. but you know it can kick it can kick field goals but it's not like you know kicking in chicago at you know in, in soldiers soldier field <laughs> with that you wind. know or, or yeah. the old yeah. giant remember the old giant stadium it was just like it yeah. was like torture when it would get windy like trying swirling to kick winds yeah it was yeah terrible. it's not like yeah. that it's not like that yeah so we'll find all those things out but overall ryan a uh, lot to like and, and again yeah. it's not going to be the sexiest pickup we talk about but it's a very important one I mean, he'll score more points next year than Chris Mitchell and Bo Collins combined, most likely. Oh, yeah. Right? Easily. Yeah, easily. <laughs> easily. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. Well, that's Mitch Jeter, folks. Newest portal edition to Notre Dame. What other podcast is spending 23 minutes on a grad transfer <laughs> kicker? I don't think anybody. We spent a, minute, we spent a minute and a half on the intro. You know, Sure, so. <laughs> sure. So Notre Dame with a big pickup, though, getting a very good kicker in Mitch Jeter graduate transfer from South Carolina going to play big dividends for Notre Dame in 2024. We're going to talk about all Americans next 
We're also going to get into the defense that you should expect in the Sun Bowl against Oregon State. Before we do, just make sure you hit that like button for us. Subscribe to the podcast, the notification bell at the bottom of the screen. Boards at IrishBreakdown.com if you haven't already. And we're going to check on the next side of this podcast, talk a little bit of All-Americans and defense bowl game on the Irish Breakdown podcast.